A changed Paris today, Friday, January 9th. This is The World. I'm Marco Werman. Two hostage standoffs in France end in dramatic shootouts, and the two suspects in the Charlie Hebdo attack dead. This week has really shattered any sense of um, this being a peaceful, safe haven. We also speak with a reporter who visited the building where the two main suspects lived. A neighbor told him she lived in fear of the brothers. And she was whispering, she was terrified to speak to me and was saying, you know, they're going to come back and kill me for talking to you. But then she kept talking and kept talking. And later watching Paris from Boston and remembering the marathon attacks. But to be honest, I felt that what was going on in Paris and around Paris was so much more intense. Those stories today on The World. Support for PRI's The World comes from TIAA CREF, a financial services company helping to create financial outcomes that matter. Learn more at TIAA.org. I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. This has been a week of waking up in America to increasingly disturbing news out of France. It started Wednesday with the horrific massacre of 12 people at the offices of the satirical magazine Charlie Hebdo in Paris. Then the massive manhunt for the suspects covering a huge area in and around Paris. It all came to a dramatic conclusion earlier today. Police storming in to end two separate hostage standoffs and in the process killing the two brothers suspected of carrying out the Charlie Hebdo attack. In a moment, the details on what happened today. But first, here's President Obama speaking today about the events in Paris this week. I want the people of France to know that the United States stands with you today, stands with you tomorrow. Our thoughts and prayers uh, are with the families who've been uh, directly impacted. Uh, We grieve with you. We fight alongside you to uphold our values, the values that we share, uh, universal values, that bind us together as friends and as allies. President Obama in Knoxville earlier today offering his support to the French people. This was a day of fast-breaking news in France. The drama started this morning when the main suspects in the Charlie Hebdo attack, the two brothers, Said and Sherif Kouachi, hijacked a car. Vivian Walt, Time Magazine's Paris correspondent, picks up the story from there. Well, they hijacked a car and moved far closer to the city, actually just on the other side of Charles de Gaulle Airport in a little town called Damartin en Goel. There they holed up in a commercial building and took one woman hostage. So the SWAT teams circled there. The government was feeling fairly confident this would all be over pretty soon. There were helicopters hovering overhead. Within a few hours, an almost identical situation unfolded in the Porte de Vincennes area, that's the easternmost part of Paris, where the gunman who had killed one police officer in a southern suburb of Paris yesterday morning, one day after the Charlie Hebdo attack, then seized hostages in a kosher supermarket, several hostages, in fact, killing, we think, about two. So then... The SWAT teams were split between two hostage situations, approximately a 15-minute drive apart from one another. Let me just pause you there, Vivian, for a moment. The two standoffs lasted for hours. Do we know if they were coordinated in any way? It appears, yes. 
Soon after the second hostage situation began, both the Prime Minister and the Interior Minister came out and said that they believed that the two gunmen in the Charlie Hebdo massacre actually knew the gunmen who had shot dead the policewoman yesterday and were communicating with one another and knew each other. That narrative has not changed in the hours since. What has changed is that around five o'clock this afternoon, as uh, the sun was going down, night was falling, the SWAT teams moved in first at the Charlie Hebdo hostage takers location and then against the kosher supermarket and in both cases killed the hostage takers and the hostages are free. We believe that five hostages were ultimately killed during the day at the kosher supermarket. And we're now seeing this very, very painful footage emerging of those who survived that siege, which must have been quite terrifying for several hours, emerging from the kosher supermarket, sobbing, some of them being carried.